Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 8440. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Record. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. It is media day, as it is each and every Wednesday for Sam Pittman. What did you learn today? Well, I wouldn't say we learned a whole lot of new stuff, Rick, uh, Randy. I mean, he had uh, you know some injury stuff. I don't think there was anything too dramatic that, from what we've reported so far. It looks like Cam Ball play. Feel good about Chris Paul, Jalen Braxton. Still, um, still very. Touch and go with uh, with Nudie. Maybe get him out there to do some stuff. Doesn't sound very good uh, with him. Obviously, we know Rocket Sanders is out. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just kind of a few injury news. And basically, Wednesday is everybody trying to get a few quotes here and there for the stories they're working on uh, leading up to the game. Uh, so, yeah, not, not nothing too earth-shattering today. Uh, do you feel confident or maybe... Not confidence, the right word. What, what are you anticipating for Mississippi State? Were you able to glean anything out of their quarterback situation? Well, I, I've talked to Justin Fromer over at the uh, Mississippi State site for twenty four seven, just kind of see what what he thinks because Zach Arnett's not not commenting, not saying anything, giving anything away. Uh, he kind of thinks that it's going to be Mike Wright. Uh, so, for those of you who aren't familiar with Wright, he played in a little bit of the fourth quarter. Excuse me. Played a little bit of the fourth quarter against Western Michigan, which was most of his action all season. Uh, he started most of the year for Vanderbilt last year, and he was recruited by Arkansas. Arkansas liked him a lot. I remember he really tore Vanderbilt, uh, or she might not tore Vanderbilt, tore uh, Hawaii up uh, in their opener a year ago. Uh, put up a bunch of rushing yards and such. So he's uh, definitely a dual threat guy who does, you know, has a different skill set. Um, than Will Rogers does, but he kind of feels like we're going to see uh, Mike Wright. Now it is Rogers' left shoulder; that's the one he injured, so not his throwing shoulder. So that's notable. Um, so we'll see how it stays. It shakes out. Uh, Jaquavius Marks, you know, he kind of feels like uh, Marks is going to play on Saturday. He's their their running back who's had a really good year so far. So uh, they've got a few other guys banged up here and there, but again, they they're coming off of a bye week. So they've had an opportunity to not only get healthy, but you know, look at maybe some things that they want to try to implement, and maybe some guys they want to move around here and there. I'm sure Arkansas will do the same thing when when the bye week comes up. You know, I asked Sam Pittman also, like, what's Friday night look like for you guys? Because uh, obviously you don't have all the travel and stuff like that, so you can kind of move things around. I was like, do you even know? Do you even remember what it's like to to have a Friday night before a home game? Um, because you know you've got all kinds of things you do with the teams, meetings, and uh, you know they're going to be able to finally send coaches out. That's you know another thing that's not talked about a lot. They don't they haven't been able to host recruits for a long stretch, and so. Uh, you know, it's been a big deal, obviously, to get a, a home game so they can have some recruits there. It's not going to be anything incredible. It's an 11 o'clock game, uh, but they'll have some recruits there, obviously. But also, you know, the night before, they'll be able to get out, send coaches out, and, and see some guys locally as well, So, um, which they haven't been able to do in the state. What about during the week, next week, 
with the bye week. Can coaches get out then? Uh, I have to look at the calendar, Randy. But yeah, I, I, would, I would assume that they could get out. Well, I, I don't know how they would get at, why they would get out. I mean, it's it's just they can't like have you know face to face interaction with them and stuff. So um, I think it would just be during the uh, during you know during the games. On like Friday. a Friday night, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would I would assume on Friday night next week that they send everybody out they can. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. Trey, what do you know about the Mississippi State, their defensive line? And if Arkansas has nothing to lose, what would you expect out of this offense moving forward? If you open up whatever the playbook is or you dumb it down, I don't think you can dumb it down any further, but what would you expect if we just open it all up like we have nothing to lose in this stretch of games coming up? I'll get off. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know a lot of people – you know, kind of clamor for them to to open things up a lot more. Um, I, against Alabama, I mean, I feel like if you open things up too much, then you're just getting sacked every play. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one reason we saw such a conservative offense. I think there were opportunities for them to do some more things than they did. But um, you know, against you know Florida's defensive front, I think it's going to be hard to. You know, it, it sounds great to open things up, but that. With this offensive line, that means taking a bunch of sacks at the same time. So, but you know, I think the offensive line is is getting better. They're not good yet, but they're getting better, and if they can continue moving forward that direction. Then, um, you know, maybe they're they're able to do that. There, I don't think there's any question that this back end of the schedule um, looks a lot easier than what the front end was. I mean, a lot easier, and and a lot of that is just you know having home games. It's not to say like um, you know you should turn your noses up at Missouri like people do every year and be included. Uh, they are 6-1. and one. Uh, They have not played near the schedule that Arkansas has, but Missouri's got a good team. They're coming to Fayetteville. But, I mean, you know, when you look at the whole scope of it, the last five games aren't anything like, you know, the last five games. The next five games, I should say, aren't anything like the last five games were. So, um, you know, as far as Mississippi State, um, you know, they – they give up a, a good number of points. I mean, they're 94th in the country. Um, you know, give up a, a decent amount of rushing yards. Nothing, um, nothing too extraordinary, but a decent amount, 131.7. So, um, yeah, I mean, they they give up some stuff on defense. There's no question. Texter writes in on our text line. Will we see more run, run, pass, or change it up some moving forward? Well, again, you know, I think one of the reasons you saw them try to run the ball so much is because of the poor protection they're getting for KJ Jefferson. But I, again, this isn't Alabama's defense, so yeah, I think you could probably see them try to test the middle of the field more, maybe more slower developing plays, you know, deeper, deeper uh, patterns with the wide receivers. I think you you could definitely expect to see all of that against Mississippi State. Trey, this is put out by the Southeastern Conference every, usually we get about Tuesday, I think. And uh, one of the areas that I always print off is the statistical comparisons. And when you start off, rushing offense, Mississippi State 152.8, that's 67th in the NCAA. Arkansas 109.9, 115. Passing offense, 222.7. That's number 80 for Mississippi State. 211.1. That's 91 nationally for Arkansas. Total offense, 375.5 for Mississippi State compared to Arkansas, 321. 116th in the country. It sounds like, just, just look at these numbers. Or it looks like, not sounds like, looks like both of these teams really are offensively challenged. They really are. And and Mississippi State's kind of doing things differently than they've done in the past, you know, with, uh, you know, a lot more running than they they have passing yards. But no question, these teams are offensively challenged. I mean, you go from what Mike Leach was doing, uh, you know, throwing the ball, supplementing the run game with the pass, you know, short passes and stuff. Uh, versus what they're trying to do now. Now they still implement, you know, some of those principles, but 
there's a lot of things that you don't see. You never saw Will Rogers like turn his back to the defense, you know, and he does that now. <laughs> um, so it's just a, it's, it's, I think it's an adjustment for both quarterbacks. Um, you know, talking with the guys at Mississippi State, they feel like, you know, Rogers is getting more and more comfortable, although now, you know, he may not play in this one because of shoulder injury. So, um, but. Something will give in this one. I think uh, you know Mississippi State's defense isn't great, so I, I look for Arkansas to put up some points and you know Mississippi State possibly chase them a little bit uh, in that regard. I think Arkansas is going to win the game. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the last time I picked Arkansas to win a game. It's been a while now. Uh, Probably BYU. Probably BYU. Yeah, I think BYU. I'm. Let's see. I'm. Did you pick them? I think you picked them. Yeah, I think you picked them. Yeah, I'm six and one on the season, so I've I've picked all, but I think the BYU game is the only one I didn't pick right. Hmm. So, um, you know, it's obviously different than my preseason picks. um, You know, just going week to week, but uh, yeah, it's been a while since I picked them to win, but I'm picking them in this one. Well, I tell you, until Randy read those numbers, though, Trey, those are stark offensive numbers. You, You think about last year when Arkansas was in the hundreds in defense. Now they've improved that. You think if you're over 100 in anything, that means that's not good at all. And you never would have expected no. that with KJ at quarterback. And of course, Rocket hadn't played much, so. Yeah, but still looking at ahead to the season. I mean, what was the talk? It wasn't just that Rocket Sanders was coming back. It was the entire right. backfield. <laughs> oh yeah, right. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, dramatically unexpected, I would say. And it, it comes down to the offensive line for, for Arkansas and, and probably a good bit for Mississippi State, too. But I know for Arkansas, I mean, it, that's the bottom line. I mean, obviously, you changed offenses, and that's part of it. Uh, but if you can't block, then it doesn't matter what offense you're you're calling. And that's that's been the major problem for Arkansas. And I think a lot of us just assumed that, given Sam Pittman's background, that Arkansas would be at least fine on the offensive line, and they're they're not. They're just they're just not. <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no nice way to put it. They're they're just not very good up front. Trey, I think angry hog fan wants to turn you into a fire breather, um, fire and brimstone. Says from our Azure Record Service Company live feedback. Angry hog fan says Trey. You aren't angry enough in those talking walks. I thought it was walk and talk. I want to see you get mean. Fire and brimstone. Well, maybe he should do the walk and talks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to just, like, do something that I don't want to (laughs) do. Or fake an emotion that I don't have, you know. Um, I was always very upset with the Chad Morris regime just because I saw things just completely falling apart internally and the players quitting and... You know, these guys didn't like those guys. These coaches didn't like those coaches. It was just a mess. And so, yeah, it, that ticked me off. Uh, this is different. I mean, it's it's losing, so I'm not happy, obviously. I'm disappointed, and, you know, I'm upset, obviously. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's I know a loss is a loss, but I don't know if that's entirely true. I mean, I'm not saying, like, anybody should be happy right now with the state of the program. But we're talking about five straight losses by an average of 6.5 points in each one of them. Um, it's just it's, it's disappointing they haven't been able to close it out. It's disappointing that Sam is one in seven in his last eight one possession games. Um, those aren't those aren't positive trends, but. Um, you know, and he's got to win. I mean, obviously, this is a huge game for him. I mean, it's they've got to win this game. He's not. I, I appreciate. That's one of the things I appreciate, Sam. He's he's generally pretty honest. You know, there are things that he's not going to be honest about. Obviously, uh, like with injury stuff sometimes. But generally, pretty hold, hold, hold honest on. for him he to say be, this is a must-win game. Yeah, he won't yeah, be open. He's honest. He on injuries. He's just not open about them. Right. You and you wouldn't expect. I mean, you're not going to put no. yourself at a competitive disadvantage. No. But um, yeah, I mean, for him to say this is a we have to win. You just don't Never hear coaches say that. Never heard it said by an Arkansas coach before. Isn't that something? Hmm. Yeah. yeah All right. He's right. But, but think about this. Well, okay, Trey. How, what did you pick Arkansas's record before the season? Uh, eight, eight and four. Okay. Well, they could still go 7-5 and five and win a bowl game, and if they do, it's better than last year. I know they right. have to win out to do that, but 
That's why it's pretty hard to start writing obituaries before the season's over, don't you think? It is, but also say out loud that, say this out loud to see how it sounds. <laughs> they lost their last five games. That's right. So they could yeah. win their next five. They could. Sure they could. Sure they could. They could. Yeah. They could. A lot of things could happen, but uh, it just sounds, you know, when you think about it, it's kind of, kind of, but I mean, they could. It's, it's no question. There's a lot easier slate coming up, but at the same time, he's one in seven in his last eight one possession games. Uh, that's going to have to change. He's going to be in some one possession games these last sure. few. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. Yeah. Got to get that fixed. Yep. Agree with that. Hey. All right, Trey. This from our uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I have not heard an update recently. I know he has been on the sidelines at practice. Uh, I don't think he's doing anything. And this is from the 870, in other words, McCrory, Arkansas. What is the word on Quincy McAdoo? Well, McAdoo, they actually took McAdoo off the roster, and the reason they did that is, I guess, to avoid any confusion with having multiple 24s on defense because Ladarius Bishop's wearing 24 also. So I think that's that's what it was actually explained to me is why he's not on the roster. He's still with the team. Um, I mean, he's obviously he's just he's out for the season and has been since the spring. So you know, I'm sure he's got plenty of responsibilities to get himself back on track and and healthy. Then from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback, Piggy Small says. Uh, question for Trey, you might have already touched on this, but if you're Rocket Sanders, don't you just shut it down at this point and get ready for the NFL slash next year? I think that's what a lot of players would do if you're dealing, if you've got an NFL future and, you know, you can't get your knee healthy and, um, you know, you tweak it again. I mean, it's hard to tell Rocket Sanders like that. You know, and I don't know if that's 100% what he's doing, but you see that in college sports. You know, there's not just there's a bowl game to play for, you know, and all that stuff that, you know, he might have opted out of anyway. You know, that's but Rocket's got a pro future, and you know, I could I could see the logic in that. You see in other sports, not just football, but oh, yeah. uh, I mean, what was the great debate last year about Nick Smith Jr. Should right. he come back? Should he not sit it out? Get ready for the NBA draft. Let's talk to Ace. Ace, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, the uh, you know the comments you just made, Trey, definitely agree with. You know, I think people lose sight of the loss. Sometimes the loss losses are losses, but not all losses are the same. And you know, one of the greatest coaches we ever had on the Hill was very famous for saying, all sickness is not death. Hmm. Um, you know, and so that being said, and I heard y'all say, you know, we've got a shot at even having a better record than we did last year, and we do. Uh, so after we win these next five games, which bowl are we going to? <laughs> well, it'll be a nice surge, won't it? It'll be a nice surge. Yeah, music yeah, City head into bowl season. Independent with. music city be fun. I just don't know. Seven yeah. will seven get you to music city? Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, six can get. I mean, it just depends on the year, you know. Right. I mean, it just depends on how everybody else is done. But yeah, it can get you to music city, and you know, there's always the dynamic of where have you not been in a while and those kinds of things. So. Yeah, it's it's possible. Um, I'm tempted to I, say let's just I, take this one game at a time. That's right. That's right. Well, one at a time. We do. That's right. We do. And and you know we we've got some winnable games and and then we're gonna have some games that are fairly tough. You know, I think the Florida Missouri games are both gonna be real tough games. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Auburn may even be a tough game at this point. Uh, they may be coming together, but uh, I'm 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 like you after the fire that they've been through. You know. And four of those five games, we were one play away. I, mm. I'm, I'm still with them. You know, I still think they, I still think we can win. We win out. We win a bowl game. We're eight wins. Let's move to the next year and improve from there. So, thanks, guys. Appreciate well, the time. Well, that's to be honest with everybody. That's what Arkansas needs to happen. That's what would be best for the program. Not, a, not a tank and a coaching change. I mean, I know everybody's, you know, up in arms when things don't go right. But, like, what you should hope happens is that Sam Pittman turns it around and they and they get things headed on the right track and get this program, you know, back to where it should be. Because, 
I don't know about you guys, but this off season, like we have an experience of like a full on NIL transfer portal type of off season. You know, hmm. Pittman, Pittman's let go. There, there'll be players that you know they didn't do it when Chad Morris was fired, but there'll be players that storm out of the locker room. And you talk about. You thought this last transfer portal cycle was crazy. <laughs> I mean, they lost five guys out of 25 that were probably really good players uh, that they would have liked to have kept. They lose a lot more. And then you're talking about, you know, December 20th when the early signing day gets here. You'll still be looking for a coach December 1st when it op- when the contact period opens. You can end up with at best like a couple of weeks to recruit. Then you get the leftover recruits at the end. We can think back to Sam Pittman's 2020 year. There's still there's two recruits, Dominic Johnson and Jashad Stewart, left from that first class. Um, they will poach your roster. You will lose a lot of good players. You'll have the opportunity to get in the portal too and get guys out, uh, but year one it's not going to be and you know down the road you can probably build things up and but you know your first recruiting class isn't going to be very good you know when you hit year four again uh, I just a change a coaching staff change like you got to make them sometimes obviously um, when things are go awry and it's like what there's nothing to salvage here but that's not an ideal situation making a coaching change I don't think in this climate and I want to see what happens I want to see what happens to more schools because um, you know that's 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 a lot um, that's a lot to go through in this climate especially when you you know got some of the players Arkansas has I mean well and and the defensive staff he's assembled here whatever it takes they need to keep that group. Hopefully Sam wins. Keep that group because they have done an excellent job and they're great recruiters. Yeah, they have. They've done a very good job recruiting. And, again, you know, if if it comes to it, then you have to make a change. But that's not what you should cheer for. No. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is stuffed cabbage rolls for only $6.49 per pound with seasoned carrots for $4.49 per pound. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in Grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Package Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions, and privacy policy, visit mylon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. Buckle up, y'all, because the Arkansas State Fair is rolling into town. That means October 13th through the 22nd, you're getting jaw-dropping, memory-making, 
food stomping. Mouth-watering, ooey-gooey fun for everyone. So step right up and follow the action to the Arkansas State Fair. October 13th through the 22nd. We can't wait to see you all there. Brought to you by Bank OZK, Arkansas Farm Bureau, Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, and Legends Resort and Casino. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Chris Kane, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Write it down. Call ahead right now. Get your reservation for tomorrow night because it's the Thursday night only special. Can't, I mean, this is one of the premier deals of all time. Prime rib, 12 ounce, mashed potatoes, as much as you can eat. Here's the deal $29.75. But you buy one, you get one free. And they have been selling out the last couple of weeks. You can add on the salad bar for just six bucks. That's about a $20 special by itself. You can't beat this deal, folks. It's the Thursday night only special at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel, prime rib, 12 ounce, melt it in your mouth, mashed potatoes, $29.75. Buy one, get one free. William R. Shapur. Call now, 371-9000. That's 501-371-9000. For reservations, I promise you, you will not regret the decision. You'll probably be taking a bunch home. Taking it back home. And you'll be enjoying this for days to come. 371-9000, the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. The Thursday night special. The Prime Beef Special. Let's talk to Jimmy. Jimbo, what's up, buddy? Hey, Rick. <laughs> okay, thank you. Have a good night. Okay, thank you. I think he's ready to have Houston nut back as coach. Yeah, that's what he usually calls yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jimmy. And you're so enthusiastic. Jimmy, yeah, welcome Jimmy, to Drive I mean, Sports. Jimmy from Grapevine is a is a all-timer. He's a long-time he's a, first time. He yeah. is well, a legend. Well, that's yeah. not Jimmy from Grapevine. No, that was not. <laughs> Let's talk with uh, BB. BB, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy, Rick, and Chris. What's up? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh... I'm, I'm the same opinion I have been that um, before the season ever started, uh, Sam Pittman's supposed to be a, um offensive line guru. I mean, one of the best in the country. And he didn't have his guys ready. Uh, the strength and conditioning coach was stating all those statistics about, you know, mile per hour, this back or that receiver, and what they were squatting and everything. I can't say that I believe any of that now, now that we're seeing the product we've got uh, they're putting out. So they're paying Sam Pittman about $6 million a year, of which most of that is coming from the Razorback Foundation. Uh, I do believe. So uh, the performance so far is very bad. And everybody could not have even thought about expecting this type of performance or uh, this type of team from what we've had. So if he loses this Mississippi State game, uh, it's going to be like maximum pressure on him. And I think that's very possible because uh, I don't know that they're not giving up on him. And uh, let's hope that's not right. But, uh, you know, uh, I don't think – in fact, I know we don't need to blame uh, Dan Enos on this. 
because uh, he's, a, he's a great coach, and I think they ought to give him the team. So uh, that's my opinion, and uh, you guys have a good night. Bye. Wow, that's an opinion we haven't heard. No. Uh, Sam Pittman loses his job. Give the team to Dan Enos. Uh, well, first of all, to your point that the Razorback Foundation is paying most of his salary, if Sam Pittman's not here next year, they'll be paying most of his salary for the next four years. And you know, while they're out trying to fundraise for other things, that's a that's a big hit when you're paying a former coach and you're also paying a current coach. Um, so let's hope that Arkansas beats Mississippi State. Things turn around and go well. And it's easy before the season to think this is the way it's going to be. Well, again, I, most people, Randy, that's why I asked Trey what he predicted. He predicted eight and four. Most Razorback fans that were calling our show were being realistic and saying probably seven wins, maybe eight. They can still get seven, and they can get an eight with a bowl game if, if that happens. Now, that it's not, it's not anything that is going to happen. We don't know that. Odds are not them, give in that chance. favor of well, the odds were probably the next not, five. Probably odds were not in favor of losing five in a row, but they did, so... You throw the odds out and do your best and go get Mississippi State. Chris, as usual, is over there banging away, knocking his keys off of his computer. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's, he's That's pretty expensive. He's, it is. He's pretty violent. I have to over replace him about once a week, right? Yeah, really. So. Especially Golly. after he comes in on. I didn't Wednesdays. put it on the company wow. though. I just have I just have Terry and the folks here at the Buzz. <laughs> I hope pick you have it a up. deal at Best Buy. Yeah, and he, well, they don't even. I don't even know if they do computers anymore, Rick. I don't even know what anyone does over there anymore. Just TVs, I think. Well, he's. I mean, he's a key employee over at Delta. Yeah. Solar, so I mean, we can blame yeah, it that's on. Right. We can blame it on them. Yes, uh, for the broken. I think keys. so. I think so. Yeah, but uh, getting down to the bottom line, Chris did a little bit of research on time spent away on the road, uh, particularly in conference games. Well, and just curious because I was curious about this because okay, so for example, Central Arkansas right now, UCA. We're home for a month. I mean, Rick, think about that. Home for four straight weeks. Three home mm-hmm. games and a bye week. It's glorious, right? Yeah. And I was just thinking about just the you know, the juxtaposition with Arkansas schedule. They're away four straight weeks and how unique that is for a program on both sides, right? And so I started thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, I remember Arkansas had a lengthy road trip last year. They had three straight conference road games. And then I started just going season by season by season by season. And just to get to three, not four, which, as Randy mentioned, is unprecedented, to get to three, you have to go back to the 1998 season where they had three straight yeah. conference right. road and games. And won them all. And won, won them all. all. That's right. Yeah. Do you remember, Rick, even before – just please save me the time. Do you, do you uh, in your encyclopedic knowledge of the universe, do you remember any time like this before? No. Okay. No. Well, the only time uh – there were ever four conference games away from home in a row. And again, Bob Holt found this because I, I looked back through the press guide. And in 1925, I did not realize that LSU was in its last year in the Southwest Conference. So in 1925, Arkansas played four straight games away from home uh, to start the Southwest Conference season. But that was a totally different era, totally different day. Certainly, you think of modern football as starting maybe in the 50s, at the, maybe even the 60s. So, no, this hadn't happened before. But here's, here's the thing you have to look at is, who in the SEC else, who else is doing this? Nobody. Nobody. Why is Arkansas the school because it's yeah. four straight away from home? Nobody else has this happen. Nobody. You look at, you know, you're, you're looking back to three in a row on the road. Hardly anybody plays. You you go look in Alabama's press guide and see if they've ever played three straight outside of the state of Alabama. I doubt if they've ever had that happen. So why Arkansas? I, I don't know. Back-to-back. Back, yeah, that was the other thing, too, Rick, that was so unique about this, right, is, okay, if you have a ni- 1998 to 2022 stretch, that's a long time. You don't have that anywhere in between. You go, okay, it's one of those... You know, weird years. Mm-hmm. Back to back is a little more coincidental. Yeah. Where you it go, is. oh, wait a second. Okay, right. what's going on here at the conference scheduling office to where Arkansas gets handed not one but two straight years, and it just got worse of all well, things. Here's, yeah. here's what the SEC office would say. You know, you just this is their PR response. Hey, if they get through that, four of their last five are at home, <laughs> and so that yeah. that's the problem. Is 
They didn't get through it. They lost four in a row. Yes, if they'd have split those four games on the road, they'd be in great shape. But they didn't. And sometimes going through a stretch like that can kill your morale, can get you injuries to the point where even when the schedule turns more favorable, it's not easy to to navigate. So we'll see. That's why if Arkansas can beat Mississippi State, then they get an open date, and then three of the last four at home, and perhaps they can recover and make this season okay. Let's talk with Don. Don, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Doing great. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, Randy, I'm going to go back to uh, something, I guess, it was early last week or week before last. Landon Leach brought this conversation uh, about the cadence snap. You know, where KJ fake snaps his hands and then snaps and then hollers or whatever it goes, whatever goes on. But uh, I went back and watched, you know, I got them all recorded. I watched, you know, the games and everything. And last week was a little bit different. But how important is the cadence snap as far as your line goes? I mean, how do they do that? You know, I mean, how do they know exactly what's going on when, when you snap the ball? and how to set off the ball. It's it's generally speaking, it's been the main clap, if you will, of the hands. I I know what you're talking about where he'll fake a couple of times like he's going to slap his hands. But once he, unless they are on a silent count, they are going on the clap of his hands, and they do seem to be able to hear it in most cases. That is the offensive line. Here's an observation for what it's worth, Don. When Arkansas went to the line of scrimmage and basically in the, almost in that hurry-up style, I think it benefited the offensive line more than just about anything else they've done simply because they didn't have to sit there in that stance and then wait for the snap of the ball because they gained no advantage, at least by snapping the ball quickly they were maintaining their momentum, and it looked like for a little bit it was working against Alabama. But when they went back and just sat there, K.J. looks at the sideline, gets the play, then he looks over the defense. They finally snapped the ball with four or five seconds left on the 40-second clock. They didn't seem to have as much success. I mean, this offensive line needs every advantage they can have and get and I think that hurry up actually benefited and Sam Pittman talked about it they worked on it last week and it did pay off for a little bit now they're always going to make adjustments but the other thing that you do the longer that you're at the line of scrimmage and especially if you have made a change in your personnel you're giving the other team a chance to change their personnel as well and all that generally is dictated by down and distance. Right, I understand that. But I'm just saying, you know, why... I mean, I'm not saying they do the same cadence every time. I'm just saying, you know, how come the, the fake hand slap, then the holler, whatever it is, and then the uh, snap again, and the, the, the center snaps the ball? I mean, how come do something... Why not do something different? I mean, just... Something a little bit, little bit different. What would you suggest? Well, I, mean, do you, I don't do you, know. You hit your hand on your <laughs> no underneath center. How about I mean, trying that? Thank you, Don. Yeah, what, what? Everybody in college football is doing it that yeah, way. Yeah, they're all doing so, the same so way. You need, a, you need a different. How, what would you do different? Yeah, exactly. All right, Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard, deadlift an elephant, even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. 
fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car, because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Chris Kane, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. I was talking to uh, Chris during the break. I said, are you a coffee guy? Yeah, he is. I'm a coffee guy. I've got to start my day off with that Renoco coffee. I'm guessing that's an 8-ounce cup. And I'd like to get more than that. But, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where... You get to choose your grind, the coffee that you're going to grind, and then uh, the flavor and all that other stuff, leave mine black. And that's what you can find at the Double D's location, which, oh, by the way, there's just one right around the corner for me. And if you're in the mood for something else, how about that Renoco cappuccino? Have you tried a cappuccino yet, Chris? I've had one before, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's a long time ago, but yeah. I haven't had one. I, they're, they're not a regular for me. i got to try it, but, you know. Is there it, sugar in that? I just don't know. I, I don't know a lot re- of... I can't remember. I just like regular black coffee. Yeah. Good. That's it. That's it. That's it. And um, we are entering that gift season, if you will. Uh, Double B's has Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards available. If you got a college-age kid... Even a high school kid, for that matter. It's kind of a neat way to keep them on track, if if you uh, kind of get my drift, because to give them a $50, uh, and I realize $50, $50 worth of gas won't go as far as it did years ago. Nevertheless, here it is, son. Here it is, daughter. you got to make this $50 stretch. 
So if you're looking for a gift, think about those Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards. And don't forget the monthly specials you always find at your local Double B's. Starts and ends with the Honey Buns. Two for a dollar, and then the Mr. Pure. Two for four dollars, only at Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Uh, this from uh, our Asher Record Service Company, Live Fan Feedback. I guess this kind of sums it up, uh, Chris. Uh, <clears throat> JL says, no wine zone. Poor <laughs> Arkansas. Quick complaint about the schedule. The schedule is not the problem. I would say that with the, not including Arkansas's record, the West this year overall at home is 18-5 and five and 4-7 and seven on the road. The East is 24-6 and six and 6-9 six and nine on the road. So, <laughs> wow. It oh, does matter. I guess it does, doesn't I mean, it? it? Wow. The, playing at home and playing on the road, there's, I mean, it, it matters with odds makers. It matters. It matters with functionality of a team. I think it does matter. And now look. Should they have won a couple of those games that they come in close? And it seems to be Sam Pittman's Achilles heel right now. And that's something I think even he would acknowledge. Yes, in close games, his record is poor, and he has to improve on that. Absolutely. But, I mean, it certainly... Context matters, and the records show there is a difference of playing home as opposed to playing on the road. There is, and that takes us back to almost inexcusable to lose to BYU at home. Mm-hmm. That, that That's the game that you go back to Agreed. and you think, wow, uh, couldn't stop BYU, couldn't keep them from scoring. What are they? They're 5-2 and two or something like that, but the, nothing great. No, they're, this is not a great BYU team. They're okay. No. I mean, they're fine, but they're yeah. not. Right. A couple of years ago, remember, Rick, they were, what, 12-1 and one or something? Yeah, they had a really right. good year. That's, that's yeah. different. They're 10th in the Big 12 right now, guys. Yeah. They are 4-2 and two the, overall. That's the one that really stings because had they won that, they might have won one of the other four. Could have, but that was a that was a real downer. Let's talk with uh, JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you. Uh, you know, Rick and Chris, y'all were just talking about the BYU game, and that is one that that we should have won uh, because I think we had the better talent. Uh, the LSU game that's a game we could have won. And probably should have won, or if not, but but LSU no doubt is the better team. At the beginning of the year, guys, when um, Trey Biddy comes on and he tells us that the Razorbacks is this is the best defensive line that he's seen in years, and and you know and and this is the best assemble of talent that he's seen in years. All those things are true, guys, but we buy into the fact that. Arkansas is the only team in the SEC that gets better. And and that's not the case. Every yeah. team gets better. So that's even right. though we get better, that doesn't always translate into more wins. That's because right. the other teams are getting a, getting just as good a players as we are. Now, if we take ourselves out of the equation as an Arkansan, I'm an Arkansan, been my whole life. If I had the chance to play for the Razorbacks, I, I would have played for the Razorbacks had I been that good. But think about people around the country, if they get a chance to play in the SEC, how many of them do you think, in, in, the, in the top 100, 300, how many of them do you think would choose Arkansas first? So well, even with that being said, I think Sam Pittman and them have done a great job in bringing in some players. And so I think that, I think that he's going to get better with time, to, and the players is going to get better. But we always looking to fire someone because hmm. the team is not living up to your expectations. Well, well think about the number of five-star players Arkansas has had in the last three or four years. Was it three or four? Every one of them was out of the yeah. transfer portal. None of them came to Arkansas to start with. Arkansas exactly. hadn't signed a five-star player in a while. But in the transfer portal, you can get them because, okay, I got a chance to play there. But to your point... It's tough to go out there and get those guys when you're in the middle of the pack in the SEC. Not not unless they're homegrown, Rick. Unless they're from and, Arkansas, and then, that's right. And then we have to fight for them then. You still, that's right. the pastors right. are, are green on the other side sometimes. You're right. So, I mean, we, we, we at the beginning of the year, I thought we would go 7 and 5, maybe, maybe even just 6 and 6. That is a standard that I'm more accustomed to 
if we win eight, go eight and four, nine and three, that's a pretty doggone good season. Anything beyond that is phenomenal for Arkansas and the conference we in and the recruits we can get to come here. So we have to get off this pipe dream that Arkansas is going to go twelve and zero, eleven and one, or even ten and two every year. It's just not going to happen with the other SEC schools that can probably out recruit us. I guarantee you. Looking, looking the the Western Conference. Ole Miss now is is, is probably out recruiting us. Maybe Mississippi State is the only team that we're out recruiting. But that's you know that's four or five teams ahead of us just on the west side. Then you go to the east side and look at Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. There's a nope. lot of teams ahead of us that are out recruiting us because and Oklahoma and Texas they are, about are to better come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I appreciate. You. Thank you, Thanks Jojo. You know, there's a, um, gosh, there's so many things, and you can read all these leadership books, and and um, you should always have high goals, and you should always think that you can be, you can do better than somebody else, and and all of that. Um, and the other, the other reason Arkansas fans sometimes get disgruntled with football is they say, well, you know, baseball is great every year. Basketball, since Musselman's been here, they're Sweet 16 the last three years. And, and you look at the other sports, too. They're doing well. But you don't need the numbers in those sports that you do in football. And plus, baseball's got it going right now. And you, you just hope that whenever Dave Van Horn does say thank you very much, hopefully four or five or six years from now, boy, whoever goes into that job is going to have a monumental uh, shoes to fill. But football is not the same, and Arkansas does not have recruiting advantages in football that it does in the other sports. You can, look, you can go to Reynolds Razorback Stadium Saturday and say, this is great, and it is. It's wonderful. And yet, if you're looking at capacity in the SEC, well, there's at least six or seven stadiums bigger than Arkansas, maybe more than that. And they all look good, too. So that's that's what you're up against in recruiting. doesn't mean you can't have that year when you break through, but it's awfully hard to do. This is an interesting question submitted by She-Hog in Habit, (laughs) and that is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. She says, uh, does Hunter Yurchak have any say in the schedule creation? I hope he doesn't, because if he's the one that's wishing four in a row on the road, then that's not who I want helping the schedule makers come up with the combinations they do. Matt Jones had an interesting story, interesting thing that just posted, and if we get a chance to talk about it when we come back, I'll let you know about the scheduling. We will. Okay. We will have plenty of time. Chris, I hate to say goodbye, but I know Adios. you are gone thanks to Delta Solar for let's letting Chris Kane sit in with us. Hour number three, straight ahead. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof, free. I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're